0: Hello and welcome to the Essential Empowerment Podcast. My name is Amelia Adrian. Together in this space, we'll listen and learn about the ability of essential oils to heal and transform our lives. This is a place for us to diffuse wisdom, to share our understandings and to grow our appreciation for the power of plant medicine with essential oils. And I'm so glad you're here. back to the podcast welcome friends welcome friends especially if this is your first time listening or it's the first time that you found me i really want to invite you in welcome come and join me as you listen have me in your ears maybe you're on a walk maybe you are cooking maybe you are in the car these are generally the places that i tend to listen to podcasts so i assume these are the places that other people listen to podcasts but of course i know we all have our own Behaviors and our own habits. This is a space where I talk about feelings. I talk about what it is to be human and I share some of the ways that I support myself with this humaning, (laughs) with this experience of being a human. I share some of the practices that I use, yoga practices, but also a lot of plant medicine practices, specifically essential oils, but we also touch on all sorts of other ways that we can support and help. And this is really from my own experience as a yoga teacher, as an aromatherapist, as a practitioner of life, as an artist, as somebody who is very interested in experiencing the fullness of life somebody who's not necessarily afraid or frightened to share that experience, although sometimes I am. And today might be one of those podcasts where you hear a little bit of a crack in my voice because today we're going to talk about letting go. So you may hear a little bit of a wobble here or there because it's a subject that's still pretty tender to me, but I did want to share it because it is a seasonal um, subject as well, this topic of letting go. As some of you may know, in the last few weeks, we took my eldest daughter to university. So she's my eldest. Uh, Any of you who are mothers, you probably also know that they're always your babies. So there's some uh, trepidation in letting go. There's some control issues in letting go, no doubt. And it's a full-bodied experience because there's also some joy there that she is turning into a beautiful adult, beautiful woman who can go and make her way in the world. So this is the topic of today and I'll explore it through a couple of lenses. I'll explore it a little bit through Chinese five elements theory and also through essential oils and just talk about some techniques, some ideas around how we can let go with more ease, let go with more grace, or if letting go is really, really hard for you right now, as actually it is for me, We'll just talk about how we can start that process, how we can begin that process. But before we do, before we dive into the watery emotions of letting go, I want to just thank you if you have left a review for me because this is a very small enterprise that I have going here. It's just little old me doing the recordings and doing all of the editing and the research and the whole show is just me well not just me but the whole show is me so any support that you can give me such as making a review is so helpful because what it actually does is it allows the podcast within the ratings of Apple, if you think of the algorithm if you like with Apple it allows the podcast to be seen by more people to be presented to more folk so they can then um, decide if it's something that they also want to tune into so it actually amplifies the conversation when you leave a review plus most of you, well all of you are leaving just like really gorgeous positive reviews and so that's really heartwarming for me to read and um, just thank you just like so so much from my heart to yours I want to thank you for, for that if you have already left a review if you haven't already left a review I invite you to do so because through the month of October I'm offering a gift of my evolve audio meditations to anyone who leaves a review of this podcast. So you leave a little review of the podcast and then you can just DM me either on Instagram I'm the aroma yogini, the aroma yogini on Instagram or you can email me and my email is in the show notes. So different ways to just let me know that you've left that review and then I will give you the code the coupon code to be able to access the seven audio meditations. Called Evolve which I created over the summer so they're very timely and very beautiful meditations I'm super proud of them okay strap in let's talk about letting go I'm gonna start us off with a quote from Judith Hanson Lassiter a very renowned yoga teacher in the States she says let go of your attachments your attachment to being right to having control or to living forever the process of letting go is integral to the process of becoming whole. The process of letting go is integral to the process of becoming whole. One of the things that I've understood in the last few weeks, as I've worked with this um, practice of letting go, is there is a fear of around letting go. There's a fear that if if we let go, if one lets go, there might be an... As a result, um, like an emptiness or not enough, like we might be losing something. So there can then be this counter response of contraction of holding on to something that we think we might need now or we might need it at some point in the future. And, you know, if we let it go, we'll just be left with zero with nothing. But of course we know intellectually if we hold on to something then there is no space for the new things to arrive in our life. There's no there's no um, space to welcome in the new. So autumn is a time of letting go. The trees show us how to do this. They are at their most beautiful in the autumn. Many of us would say they're at their most beautiful in the autumn with the full range of colors the yellows the oranges the reds the purples all the different shades the trees are at their most beautiful and then they just drop it all (laughs) to the floor to be composted back to nourish the earth and also to strip back the tree to its bare minimum so autumn this season teaches us this it's out there in nature and any of us who are in any way conscious and present to what is going on around us, will also have a sense that this is somehow being reflected back to us, this quality of letting go, drawing things back to kind of the bare minimum. So in autumn, the trees that lose their leaves for winter, they go through this process of shutting down process almost. So they shut down the photosynthesis and reclaim as, as many valuable uh, chemicals as possible. So the chlorophyll constantly breaking down, constantly being replaced through the summer then begins, this process begins to slow down in autumn. And this reveals um, all of the chemicals in the leaves that were hidden by the presence of The dominant uh, uh, chemical chlorophyll so some of the mm, the chemicals that you're seeing in the leaves this is why they have that color because the chemistry of the leaf is reflected in the color so you will see yellow flavanols you will see orange carotenoids when you see the leaves of the red and the purple I'm not sure if I can say this we'll try is anthocyanins anthocyanins so it's actually you're seeing chemistry in action when you're seeing the leaves change colour like this. And it's the exact mixture of these different compounds varies between species and this gives the different degree of, of yellow, of red, of all the different colours that we see in the leaves. So just as the trees are at their most beautiful, their most awesome and wondrous, they drop. And you know, it has to just be okay. It has to be okay to let go. It's okay to outgrow things. It's okay that my daughter has actually fully outgrown her room, her books that she has in her room, the space in the home. It's okay that she has outgrown that and it's okay to release and to let go of that because in the letting go, we are also letting in letting in a whole new range of experiences both for her and for the family and of course the trees are showing this showing us this because if they hold on to those leaves it's going to not only compromise the health of the tree as we move through the winter but also it's going to compromise the ability of new shoots new buds to be able to grow I mean the trees would never hold on they would never do this because consciously or unconsciously whether you believe that plant spirits have a consciousness or not which is a whole nother a whole nother huge debate but they just they do it without drama they release it without drama they allow without drama Chinese five element theory does support and inform our understanding of this the two organs associated with autumn with the metal element associated with autumn are the colon and the lungs and if we just think of the function of the colon it's it's the garbage system of the body basically the waste system of the body it's where everything is released and let out and what we don't need is just passed away because it's it's not needed so when we see imbalances in this area we can see a physical response in the body if somebody is unwilling to let go it might respond physically or manifest physically, in holding on, in constipation. If somebody is releasing too quickly without due process it might result in diarrhea. Sometimes the physical reflects what's happening in the emotional or the emotional reflects what's happening in the physical. It's not always the case but usually if we look back at the root there's an energetic or an emotional cause behind the physical. The other Organ associated with autumn associated with this season and the metal element is the lungs. So we have this Ability of the lungs to take in air the energy that the Chi if you like is taken in and That oxygen in the air actually unlocks all of the value in our food So the lungs bring in the new energy they replace that which has been expelled so lungs very much associated with inspiration with this spark of inspiration that comes from this 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 powerful powerful organ we call it an official in Chinese five elements from the lung official so it brings us this quality this connection from the heavens so you can understand there with those two uh, organs we have this letting go and then we also have this letting in so there's a balance there's a balance between the two The resistance to letting go often can find its root in fear. Fear of change, fear of the new, fear of unknown, fear of what if. Sometimes that can be played out with anxiety. Sometimes that can be played out with depression. But what really is called for in this moment of fear, if we do fear letting go, if we do find ourselves coming into imbalance with this process, is to pay deep attention deep acknowledgement to how it arises in full presence so that it can be released. And in witnessing this fear that may arise from letting go, what we can start to create is a relationship with the fear. So fear, rather than becoming something out there, external, to be numbed, to be turned away from, to be shamed, to be guilt tripped. We invite fear in, we welcome her in. Come and sit at the table, fear. Come and be with me in this moment. I see you, I acknowledge you. And it's not that we let fear take over, we don't let her step into the driving seat if we have that degree of control in that moment the more we push it away the more she will keep putting her hand up almost like a a kid at the back of the classroom moving slowly forwards to demand attention and she will demand attention in whatever way she needs until she is seen and it may start to get ugly if we don't acknowledge her if we don't acknowledge the fear and welcome her as part of us so we don't dispel we don't evacuate different parts of ourself to the far-flung corners of the universe we acknowledge that the fear is in us the fear is part of us the fear is part of the process the fear is part of being human but it does not have to govern us it does not have to control us imagine if you had a trembling friend who came to you in deep fear How would you treat that friend? How would you pay attention to them? What would you say to them? What would your response be to them? I'm so certain that it would not be one of ignoring, of hold on a minute, let me just get this text and let me just numb myself with social media while you sit over there in fear. Or hang on a minute, let me just go and get like a lot of dark chocolate (laughs) to eat while you just sit over there and feel afraid. I'm just gonna have this delicious bar of chocolate over here and. You can sit over there in fear. I've, I'm sure it would not, that would not be your response. Your response would be to open your arms and to welcome that trembling friend with open arms and to embrace them. As great as your fear is or may be in letting go, it can never be as great as resting in a quality of love, openness and spaciousness these are the qualities love openness spaciousness these are the qualities that can start to allow the fear to be acknowledged and to be seen and to be sweetened and mellowed to be sweetened and mellowed i want to read to you a small paragraph from a book called spontaneous creativity by tenzin mangyal rinpoche who's one of the teachers that i turn to often in times of distress or confusion and he says around this topic of fear he says rather than bypassing or avoiding pain or trying to get rid of it we need to fully open to our pain and discomfort whatever form this takes it can be as changeable as your mood it is without doubt pain of some sort Perhaps you meet the I who is insecure, uncertain or afraid to be noticed. Perhaps you are carrying around an I who isn't getting the recognition she deserves. Whether your fear or insecurity appears as a critical voice or a pervasive feeling of unhappiness, it has probably lived with you for a long time. But if you recognise pain, even entrenched pain, directly, your attention will have the force of an acupuncture needle hitting precisely the right point to release blocked energy. A moment of fear or insecurity properly encountered can lead you to the discovery of your true nature. So as great as your fear is in letting go, as great as my fear is in letting go, it can never be as great as resting in a quality of acknowledgement First of all, that's where the 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 bus stops. First of all, in that acknowledging, okay, I'm frightened that fill in the blank. If I let go, fill in the blank. And then within that space, you start to create an opening, like a little, a little door opens, a crack of light can get in, and you can lean back into a sense of what is this trying to teach me? How old is this fear? What's it bringing up in me right now? And if you really sit with it long enough, it starts to, trust me, it starts to dissolve. And from the dissolution, space opens up. And then of course we know from the space opening up, we start to open up new possibilities, new potential, new growth. I think what's worth remembering is that it's gonna happen anyway. (laughs) The leaves are gonna fall anyway we're going to have to let go at some point we are all going to die the ultimate letting go of this body of this form at some point also everyone we love is going to die at some point we're going to have to let go of their form in this material reality that we experience them in this is the truth of it the pain comes from holding on the pain comes from gripping so tightly and dreaming in some way that that is how to <laughs> to make things okay. But the minute we release, the minute we open the palm and let go, we start to create more spaciousness, we start to create more fullness. And of course, part of this process is a big leap. huh. It's a big jump uh, of trust because we don't actually know what's on the other side of the river. We don't know what's on the other side of the letting go. We kind of know when we look at the trees because we've seen it before. We know that they're going to be bare for some months and then the buds are going to grow again. But if it's something new to us that we haven't done before, I've never sent my daughter off to university before. This is a completely new experience. and I don't know what's on the other side of it yet. We're still right at the beginning of the journey, but there is a huge trust involved in letting go. And how do we access trust? Again, for me, it's accessing it through a quiet space of contemplation. Trust cannot be found, my my form of trust anyway, it cannot be found in grasping, in grappling, in <laughs> Facebook, (laughs) on Instagram, although sometimes there's some good quotes there. That's not where I find trust in myself, in others, in an experience. I find trust in genuine spiritual inquiry, in sitting quietly in contemplation, in journaling, and also in, you know, sometimes a, a practice such as like a gratitude practice or an awareness practice of when things have worked previously or all of the positive qualities of. Uh, uh, of times that I have been able to let go maybe let's use that as an example sometimes just understanding that and acknowledging that can start to create a bridge of trust but there for sure is a moment of uh, closing your eyes and letting go but again speaking to the parents here that has been my whole process of parenting (laughs) if I'm honest a lot of letting go a lot of trusting the next phase the next journey the next bit because what I found with my kids, I don't know those of you that have kids, sorry to exclude those of you that haven't, but you'll have experienced this in another way in other situations in your life, no doubt. There's a there's a point with parenting and with any any experience in life, a new job or, or anything like that, where you kind of feel like, oh I've got it sussed. I've got this 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 bit of the the parenting sussed. And then the damn kid goes and changes. <laughs> they grow up a little bit more, and suddenly you're catching up, you're, it's like you're running behind them trying to catch up and see where, where they are and how you can best support them and how you can best parent them. So really if I look back a lot of my experience of parenting has been a process of trust and has been a process of letting go. Trust also that there is enough. And that anything that follows will actually be okay and, of course, brings us the new beginning. And if we tap into the cycle of life, we know this to be true. So with every death, there is a birth. With every letting go, there is a letting in. One of the um, practices that I've been using this week is a practice of EFT tapping to help me with this, this like embodiment of letting go so I'm going to put a link into the chat for a specific short very short under 10 minute practice that you can use if that is something that you want to explore further there's a really nice app called I believe it's just called the tapping app (laughs) I'll put that in the in the show notes as well and the The tapping person that I go to often is, um, a guy called Brad Yates. Who's very experienced. He's been in the industry for years and years and years and years and years. And he has basically a little video on everything that you could imagine. For those of you that don't know about EFT, I'm sure most of you have come across it in some way. It's where we, um, tap gently with the end of our fingertips on different, um, places on the body, just to release a little bit of energy, to release a little bit of tension while saying, um, words that affirm our experience whether that be a positive or a negative experience so there's a lot of acknowledgement in tapping which i think is a very uh, metal element or autumnal um, element uh, quality okay let's look at oils this is my safe place and my haven oils if you have cypress essential oil do take it and breathe it in if you don't of course not to worry you'll Experience some of the energy just from me talking about it I'm I'm breathing it in right now and it's such a sharp clarifying oil cypress oil is beautiful for this process because it's the oil of motion and flow so it helps us supports us in fluidity and agility with our emotions so that we can feel safe to release and to let go it's a great affinity for this season as well if i read to you a little short quote from desiree Mangandog in her book elements of emotion she says cypress moves lung chi as you recall the lung is one of the organs of the autumn season according to chinese five element theory lung moves uh, excuse me cypress moves lung chi on the exhale he pushes out stored regret on the inhale he activates inspired action cypress is a powerful activator of potential chi cypress is a powerful activator of potential chi and this also is something that i experienced as we led up to the process of letting uh, my daughter move on to university or, or some of the experiences that came up for me was there was qualities of regret around did i do enough was this bit of the parenting okay was that bit of the parenting okay so there was this quality of uh, regret, maybe even grief, coming up as we approached the time for her to move out, and again, regret is one of the one of the emotions, if you like, the feelings that we associate with autumn. Autumn's a very poignant melancholy season it's very beautiful and for many of us it's our favorite season but there's for sure a kind of a a chilly sense of regret in the air sometimes around this season as the fire the brightness the exuberance of summer is released so cyprus is going to be a great support for you also excellent for circulation so it's going to help move everything through if things have start to got, got stagnated and stuck in your body number one oil for lymphatic massage very balancing and super comforting used aromatically It's very helpful during times of transition or loss to help us regain a sense of security and strength in this moment of change, in these times of change. And cypress, of course, is a wood oil, so it's the woody quality that creates that sense of safety. The woodies, the woods give us that sense of rooting, of coming into our center, rooting down, 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 so it gives us this quality of being safe to move through this experience. In meditation i've also experienced cyprus as a very fluid flowing essential oil the energetics of cyprus to be very fluid and very flowing almost evocative of the rivers of time to allow us to feel safe in the ebb and flow of life's currents this is one of the ways that i've experienced cyprus in meditation now, it has a very clean aroma, very energizing, very refreshing. You'll often find it used in spas or by massage therapists because it has also a lot of benefits to the skin. It's very grounding and stimulating also. So it has this, this kind of dual quality of being able to ground us while also invigorate us. So it's, it's really popular for things like uh, massages. Interestingly, if we look at the historical associations of Cyprus, it does have an association with death. Part of this death, rebirth, death process that comes with letting go, used in funeral and burial practices in the ancient Egyptian culture, used for wood to create the wood of coffins. And if we go cycle back to the Greek and the Roman myths, they established Cyprus as an emblem of the life death life cycle what it gifted the the Greek and Romans, or what it was thought to gift the Greek and Romans was a promise of eternal life, a promise of eternal life. I'm just breathing it in (laughs) to bring it back into the conversation. Aromatically. I wonder if one day, this this is a side note, there'll be such a thing as a microphone that can somehow um draw up the aroma and transmit that aroma to the listener i bet there will one day i don't see why not i know that's space age imagine if as i held the essential oil bottle to the mic you could just breathe in one day someone will invent will invent that good so the pungent Quality is the top note within Cypress. that's what I've just been breathing in. The woodiness of it also guides us, as I said, inwards and down into the centre. There can also be a little bit of spicy pepperiness to it. It gives this quality of stabilising, circulating and rising. Tiffany Carole says of Cyprus, my teacher Tiffany Carole says of Cypress. remember that Cypress is working to create balance in all fluid flows within the body. Emotions are watery by nature and so we see a net emotional balancing effect with Cypress. Its emotional balancing quality is energetically different than sweet oils such as geranium rose, which create a sense of being nourished and held. Cypress leaves one big breath standing tall like the tree itself and head held up slightly to face and feel the heavens it's the posture of worth the posture of knowing one's value in one's bones the posture of understanding that the only perfection in manifestation is the acceptance of imperfection an emanating respect of this truth throughout one's being This gives way to the ultimate form of acknowledgement and transpersonal compassion. I love that phrase. The, um, the only perfection in manifestation is the acceptance of imperfection. The posture of understanding that the only perfection in manifestation is the acceptance of imperfection. Don't I know that (laughs) for those of you that like to use oils on points, lung seven which is uh on the inner side of the wrist following the tracing the thumb down if you have a look on your search engine you'll be able to find a beautiful diagram or image that points you towards lung seven partnering Cypress on lung seven is super powerful and super enjoyable i just did it before we did this podcast before i came on to record one of the functions of lung seven is to release the exterior which essentially means to open the door and help us to show uh, any kind of invading pathogen out of the body. So you could understand how this is also very helpful in cold or flu season, kind of activates the immune system to be able to better fight off a cold. One of the most popular or powerful, I should say, points on the meridians um, and also very popular for stopping any kind of persistent cough or relieving a sore throat. Also, Lung 7, incidentally, is used to treat conditions related to the head, to the neck, such as headaches, migraines, stiff neck, uh, toothache, any kind of weakness of the wrist. It's also thought to be uh, like a command point of the head and the neck. So improved circulation around the brain stimulates memory. Cypress on Lung 7. And I want to finish with an essential oil, Winter Green, which is really to help us with in the emotional or energetic realms for surrender and to call on for angelic assistance wintergreen is a very unique essential oil it's distilled from a creeping shrub and has just one main chemical ingredient uh, chemical compound i should say in it and the main chemical compound in wintergreen is methyl salicylate and this is used you'll find it in creams and massage blends and it has hugely soothing properties Actually, the only two essential oils that hold this chemical compound are wintergreen and birch. And often, you'll find in the essential oil world, you'll find there's a a, a subbing of one for the other. Birch is actually very rare essential oil to find because um, uh, uh, because of that fact. So, what this what this essential oil wintergreen will do is help to ease tension in the body, but also complementary ease tension in the mind you can often see that the way that the oil is working physiologically is reflected emotionally or mentally or spiritually so this oil is useful if you have that sense of dropping into wishing to control outcomes helps us to understand that not everything has to go our way and also we don't have to know everything or know the result so I hope you can understand how this will be helpful within a quality, fostering a quality of trust, fostering a quality of of releasing, letting go, like softening, soothing. The oil itself has a soft pink colour to it, so it touches around the heart area and can move us from a feeling of stubbornness to more accepting. The gift that it gives us is surrender. You know, sometimes when things are difficult, when things are challenging or just new, we need to ask for help and we can ask for help from all different places and all different people, but we can also ask for help from the angels, from higher power, from your own higher being, your soul, however you want to interpret that you can ask and seek inspiration from a higher source and wintergreen will be useful, supportive and helpful in bringing in, calling in that true healing that will allow us to let go with more ease and more grace. Some really nice blends, often I'm not sure people really know how to use wintergreen, so one is that you can use it in massage, dilute it heavily because it is quite strong, but I find one of the easiest ways to use it, and actually one of the most delicious ways to use it, because it is such an intense aroma, is to blend it in in a diffuser in the house. So one blend, this is perfect, uh, would be a a diffuser blend, go with the flow. So you would have in there, wintergreen, bergamot, and cypress. And then a second blend would be for calling on that higher support, that higher spirit, and that would be wintergreen, Melissa, the oil of light, and grapefruit to help us call in some form of acceptance. Good. Good. So, I want to read to you a book by Brianna West, and this is called This Is How You Heal. And it's a gorgeous book of all sorts of different essays, short essays. And she has one essay called This Is How You Start To Let Go, even if you don't feel like you're ready yet. So this is for those of you, those of us, that no change is here or change is coming and we're not sure what to do. This is kind of about a third of the way into the essay. She says, there is nothing wrong with you because you feel a sense of anger when people tell you just let go nonchalantly as though they couldn't fathom the storms in your head and your heart. How can you become so passive about something you have spent so much of your time and your life actively working to maintain and restore. You can't, you don't. You start to let go the day you take one step towards building a new life. And then you let yourself lay and stare at the ceiling and cry for as many hours as you need. You start to let go the day you realize that you cannot continue to orbit a black hole in your life and going on as you were before simply will not be an option. You start to let go the moment you realise that this is the impetus, this is the catalyst, this is the moment movies are made about and books are written around and songs are inspired by. This is the moment you realise that you will never find peace standing in the ruins of what used to be. You can only move on if you start building something new You can let go when you build a new life so immersive and engaging and exciting, you slowly, over time, forget about the past. When we try to force ourselves to let go of something, we grip onto it tighter and harder and more passionately than ever before. It's like when someone tells you not to think of a white elephant. That's the only mental image you'll be able to focus on. Our hearts work the same way as our minds in this regard. As long as we are telling ourselves that we must let go, the more deeply we feel attached. So don't tell yourself to let go. Instead, tell yourself that you can be upset for as long as you need. That you can fall to pieces and be a mess and let your life collapse and crumble. (laughs) Tell yourself that you can let your foundation fall through. What you will realise is that you are still standing. What you build in the wake and the aftermath of loss will be so profound, so stunning, you will realise that maybe the loss was part of the plan. Maybe it awakened a part of you that would have remained dormant had you not been pushed the way you were. If you are certain that you cannot let go of what is hurting you, then don't. But take one step today and then another tomorrow to rebuild a new life for yourself piece by piece day by day because sooner or later you're going to go an hour and realize you didn't think about them or it then a day then a week and then years and sways of your life drift by and everything you thought would break everything you thought would break you becomes a distant memory something you look back at and smile Everything you lose becomes something you are profoundly grateful for. With time, you see that it was not the path, it was what was standing in your way." That's from Brianna West. (laughs) Beautiful. So, as we close out our conversation today, I wish you much love and I wish you much peace and grace and ease as whatever it is that is being called to be released may be released back to source back to spirit so that it may be transmuted and returned to us in such a way as is beneficial to all i wish you so much so much joy and happiness today and i'll see you very soon take care